Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The Sensemaker. Hello, I'm Claudia and this is The Sensemaker. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, could cannabis soon become legal across Europe? The physical effects of marijuana. The first sensations may be felt instantly after having smoked some grass or an hour after having eaten Weed, cannabis, marijuana, or even grass. Whatever people call it, we all know it's illegal. Or at least it is in the UK. Cannabis is assigned as a Class B drug. That means the police may choose to issue a warning for people caught with very small amounts of it. Or you could get up to five years in prison for possession, or 14 years for supply and production, along with an unlimited fine. But outside the UK, countries are rethinking whether cannabis should still be so restricted and criminalised. This week, Malta has become the first European country to legalise the cultivation and possession of cannabis for personal use. What we did here in Parliament is historical because it's the first time um, that uh, we have managed to push forward the legislation which will do a number of good things. First of all, it will stop once and for all the criminalization of people who for a lot of time have been criminalized when they are not criminals. After a vote passed on Tuesday, it will soon be legal for Maltese citizens over 18 to possess up to 7 grams of cannabis, grow up to 4 plants of it at home, and store up to 50 grams of it dried. So are we seeing a wave of change across Europe to legalize the drug? Today, Social Democrat Olaf Scholz took the reins of power from Angela Merkel, took the oath of office, and took his place in a new political chapter in Europe's largest democracy. After 16 years of Angela Merkel running Germany as the head of the Conservative Christian Democrat Party, everything changed last week when Olaf Scholz from the Social Democrats became Chancellor. He's leading the country in a coalition with the Free Democrats and Green Party. And that means more liberal policies are on the agenda, including legalising cannabis in licensed stores. And the Germans aren't alone. Malta only just beat Luxembourg to become the first country in Europe to legalise the drug. There are similar moves in Italy, Switzerland, Spain and Portugal. And the Netherlands, where previously the government adopted a tolerance approach, is now considering a legalised and regulated market. So why the change in tack on cannabis? Most of the proposed legislation centres around cannabis being legal for personal use only, or through licensed stores. The idea is that regulation takes trade away from the black market. So there are some caveats. In Malta, dealing and selling large volumes of cannabis will still be illegal, and you can't smoke in front of children or when you're driving. 
That's important because although some countries are moving towards legislation, cannabis isn't risk or danger free. Still, it does seem like politicians are being swayed towards younger liberal voters, maybe because the numbers are in their favour. The European Monitoring Centre for Drugs and Drug Addiction estimates that 87.7 million 18 to 64-year-olds in Europe, that's about 26.3% of the age group, have experimented with cannabis at some point in their lives. And more than 600,000 people signed a petition in Italy asking for a referendum on the personal use of cannabis, a referendum that is now set to happen next year. There could be financial benefits to legalising cannabis too. Although Malta isn't taking the commercial route, Canada is. Recreational use was legalised there in 2018. Happy legalisation, everybody! Here we go. We did it. You did it and your party is coming up. Here's your receipt. The first legal receipt issued in Canada. Last year, sales to adults were worth $2.6 billion. According to a study from the University of Dusseldorf, legalising cannabis in Germany could mean more than 4.7 billion euros in additional annual revenue. Of course, not everyone agrees that weed should be legalised. 53 organisations and individuals petitioned Parliament in Malta to amend parts of the bill on the grounds that it would increase drug usage and that organised crime would prosper. And there is evidence that regular cannabis use can affect our health. It is smoking, after all. And it also carries the risk of developing psychotic illnesses like schizophrenia. So could we see similar legislation to legalise cannabis in the UK? Boris Johnson, the Prime Minister, has been pretty clear on that. But we are the party that is finally getting tough on the drugs gangs that blight the lives of children and communities up and down this country and we won't tolerate middle-class drugs use any more than any other kind of drug use, Mr Speaker. If anything, drug users could face new criminal sanctions. The Labour Party leader Keir Starmer has also voiced his opinion that cannabis should not be legalised. But broadly, the parties do back the medical use and research of cannabis, which was actually made legal in 2018. The active ingredients in cannabis, THC and CBD, can be used to treat muscle spasms and multiple sclerosis, relieve sickness for chemotherapy, and research is being done into treatment for children with epilepsy. For now, the Maltese groups who advocated for the bill legalising weed are pretty happy. It's not hard to imagine how they'll be celebrating, and it looks like the rest of Europe may not have to wait too long to join them. Thanks for listening to The Sense Maker. In this week's Slow Newscast, that's one of our other podcasts here at Tortoise, reporter Poppy Seabag Montefiore investigates the story of what happened when a boy tragically died at a school in China's Sichuan province. It's a story about anxiety, about the pressures heaped on teenagers, and shows just how much discontent and distrust bubbles near the surface of Xi Jinping's China. To listen, just search for The Slow Newscast wherever you get your podcasts. Today's story was written by Phoebe Davis and produced by Ella Hill. The Sensemaker. Hi. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.